Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by the best clucking co-host around, Mozzie. How's it going? I am uh, doing well. Had a, had some uh, like almond roll things for breakfast from Trader Joe's. I don't know. My girlfriend goes to Trader Joe's sometimes, and uh, I, I've never. I don't think I've ever been there. Ever? <laughs> so, You've never I, been to Trader Joe's? I don't think I've ever been to Trader Joe's. But I mean, yeah, those like almond rolls were good. So I'm like, ah, I guess I'll. I guess I'll go. You gotta find the stuffed animal, dude. Wait, what? They, uh, I don't know if they still do it, but there was this big kerfuffle back in the day where they used to hide the uh, stuffed animal somewhere in their store, like a beanie baby or something. And hmm. if you, you found it, it was like a big deal. Huh. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to ask him about that. I'll be like, did you find a beanie baby by chance? Because apparently you get free shit if you get a beanie baby. Right. <laughs> They're, uh, I think they have some of the best frozen food. Huh. It's yeah, they, 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 I think they were frozen. We just like thawed them out overnight and then put them in the oven. And then there I'm you gonna, go. Make some pecan pies after this. Ooh. That's All right. right. Is because, that your favorite type of pie? Yeah. I, especially like, I'm not, I don't want to be that guy and be like, oh, I'm the best chef ever. But like, I like the way I make pecan pie. <laughs> it's good. It's probably boom. my favorite Thanksgiving food is pecan pie. Well, see, that's my thing is I pretty much hate most Thanksgiving food um, with the exception of like sweets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not like a like – tur- okay, dark meat turkey is good, but sometimes light meat turkey can be too dry. Almost exclusively every turkey I've ever had has been dry. <laughs> I just think it's the bird, man. <laughs> the bird is the word. And like, I'm not a huge stuffing guy either. Stuffing can be good. It's got to be done right. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the thing is like all of it has to be done right. And yeah. it's not always. Uh, done right. <laughs> yeah, I, I like casseroles. Like they're all pretty good. They're easier to do. Too. Yeah, casseroles can be good. And like sweet, like sweet potato casseroles probably tops as far as like the main course meals just because it's basically like a pre-dessert. <laughs> oh, yeah. With the marshmallows. Yeah. Oh, so good. But anyway, <laughs> before we... Uh, starve ourselves here we will get into the uh recaps we're recording this while the lions game is going on uh, i think we both picked houston and uh yeah we did after last week's fun fun, fun <laughs> game with the lions that was just so fun um Zero so real points. quick we both uh we both went eight and six last week i mm-hmm. think on our picks yeah it was pretty good considering how tough some of those picks were yeah very varying hits and misses and then in the second game You've got Dallas, or do you have Washington in the second game today? Uh, I guess right now I'm picking the split with Dallas, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not, in, not inspired by I've got, it. I've got a question mark. Maybe, like, inactives will come up. I'll probably pick it, like, once inactives come up and see anything crazy changes. But um, anyway, going to um, last week. So we'll, before before I get too heated, we'll start with the Browns game. Uh, Cleveland uh, took on Philly, pulled out the W behind... Um, I mean, just a, a good day for Nick Chubb. He didn't get the touchdowns. Those were all Kareem. Um, and mm. it was it was kind of funny to see them, like, give it to him, like, a bunch of times over and over and not convert. But, <laughs> yeah, Chubb balled out. And the Eagles are <laughs> – they're just bad. They're just bad. Say, so I'll go on my, my Philly rant at a later time, I'll suppose. But the Philly play calling has been really stupid. They were in this game. I started to get worried – for the Browns at the beginning of the game because uh, this was a game they should have been running away with from the start because the Eagles looked like garbage from the start. 
and it was still really close. They're garbage for... from the start. Uh... <laughs> like pretty much the whole game, it was yeah. pretty close. I thought at some point the Browns should have started running away with it with how the Eagles were playing, but they really didn't. They yeah. let them hang around, but and they got that safety yeah. right. That was kind of the yeah. That kind of like sealed it. I feel like that, that was the yeah, the deal right there. Um, but yeah, Browns have won three straight now. Uh, three like very Cleveland games with mm-hmm. some rough weather. Yeah, they've all been disgusting games. Like, <laughs> which it benefits them. Like that's the thing. Yeah, they just run a Browns metric show. Right yeah, <laughs> the field Brown, the team Browns. <laughs> But yeah, Philly's trash. Um, Cle- Cle- we did see Cleveland still have the weakness against tight ends. I think that was kind of like the one consistency. Yeah, they're that over the middle is uh, just empty for them. Mm-hmm. And then it pisses me off that we like defended Carson Wentz so much, and now he's playing poorly. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I might as well just go into it right now. Yeah, I'm go gonna ahead. mention it later. <laughs> but like, all right. Do you know what Miles Sanders' yards per touch is? On the year? Yeah. Um, is it like five or something? It is 5.9. Oh, man. <laughs> it is 5.7 without any passes. Passes is 6.8. Oh, wow. And yet. And yet. And yet. <laughs> the fucking Eagles are still doing a 65% passing offense to 35% rushing offense. What are you doing? Yeah, and like driving me insane. That's like having Nick Chubb on your team and deciding, you know what, though, Baker's going to be the third part <laughs> of our offense, which is clearly not what you should be doing in Cleveland. I don't understand what Philadelphia is doing. I don't know if Peterson is trying to just like throw more stuff on Wentz to hope it gets his mind right. But clearly what they should be doing is using Miles Sanders and letting Carson Wentz fill in the parts of their offense that they need him for. Yeah, like They're when... doing a flip. It should be 65 Miles Sanders, 35 Wentz. Because the way Wentz is playing, you should be taking responsibility away from him right yeah, now. Yeah, literally, like, like I said, do the Baker thing. <laughs> do the Baker thing. Be yeah. the Browns. <laughs> be that brown which is i don't know have we ever said that <laughs> i don't think so that actually might be a mozzie in the muscle first be <laughs> browns but yeah like especially when your offensive you line's always like hurt and shuffled it like it's easier to run block than pass block like for the most part in general like yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so i guess that just goes to show they really miss frank reich because uh clearly doug peterson is lost right now uh, yeah. without him and that made me sad because that was a, like if they ever flip that around they might start winning some games but as it's going right now they are still just donkey do yeah frank reich was the uh milky way to uh peterson's galaxy brain mm. <laughs> but big brain galaxy brain yeah so speaking of uh next up we had atlanta at new orleans um I'll let you take over on this and one. I was like, I don't know if I've ever been like, okay, so like watching the blood lead in the Super Bowl was sad tilting, but like this might have been, this was like, this was just as tilting, but in a different way. Like that the Super Bowl, sad. This was just like, I'm going off the face of the earth every time. Like they let Taysom Hill do something. 
Like, there were probably, like, four instances where they, like, could have generated a turnover, and two for sure that they should have picked off. I think one they dropped, and then one, um, Taysom just, like, chucked it up downfield, and, like, the defense <laughs> acted like it was a fucking punt return. And they literally just, like, ran past the ball and let the uh, Saints, I think it was Harris, I don't know, catch it. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, I'm like, okay, like, okay, I understand he's going to get some, you know, like, a couple yard passes. Like, I'm just like, why don't you just, you know, blitz him more? Like, Atlanta has, like, Atlanta's one of the better blitzing teams, really enough. I'm like, like mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just, there was so many levels of incompetence, uh, especially on defense. Like, how are we going to let Taysom Hill get like 200 plus yards i know i need to see what the yak was because i think like i literally think only like aside from like the one deep pass he maybe had like 20 air yards or some bullshit but like yeah oh my god i i like i'm gonna be it's gonna feel gross i'm gonna be a denver fan next week because i'm like that should not have worked atlanta was just so utterly atrocious like they i don't know if, they just looked like they weren't fucking trying like i was going to the gym yesterday and like i pulled off some shorts and they're my falcon shorts i'm like Fuck, man, I can't wear these tips. I'm so too pissed off. <laughs> and, like, this office just, like, turns into, like, five pump. Like, in the, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, they turn into a pumpkin pie when Julio's gone. Like, <laughs> like I don't – it's not that, like, they have bad players. Like, Calvin Ridley's really good. Like, Hayden Nurse is yeah. solid. But, like, I guess Matt Ryan, like, he just is so used to Julio. And, like, when he doesn't have the safety blanket, he just, like, kind of goes into a shell. Like, the offensive line was playing, like, ass. I mean, the Saints do have a good pass rush. But, like, you've got, you know – Gurley, like, I mean, Brian Hill's a good pass-catching back. You've got her if you've got Ridley. Like, you can get it out quickly, but they're just not. So Yeah, that was really sad to see. Yeah, like, they, they this offense is awful without Julio. And so, like, if he's not there next week, I'm obviously picking against them, and I probably will anyway. But, like, I think they just need to, like, blow it up. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I this, think they're in that this year's there, Falcons yeah. team, like, they could have, they should have been decent. It should have been solid. But, like... And it's at the, it, I think they're not – I don't want to compare them to the Bears, but they're not too dissimilar to the Bears in the fact that, like, there's enough there that they should be good, but they're not. It's uh-huh. different reasons, but, like, I think they just need to blow it up. Yeah, I, th- I think it is that time, more or less. I mean, like, they made it to a Super Bowl, which oh, is gosh. a huge feat, oh, by gosh. the way. Oh, gosh. J.J. Uh, Watt just got a pick six. What happened? J.J. Watt got yeah. a pick six? Yeah, J.J. Watt got a pick six. <laughs> Oh, literally at God. the line. Sorry to cut you off there. That's uh, wonderful. So yeah, as I said, we're watching these games. That was hilarious. That is, that's perfect for the Thanksgiving game, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, someone go give him a turkey leg or yeah. like a whole turkey. So he's just crushing the, yeah, he gets his hands up. Stafford tries to pass it to the running back. Watch, smacks Ooh. it out of the air. Mm. The, th- the thing is, the lineman standing there, like, watching. Yeah, I don't think he realized like, what dude, happened inter- until it was like, too interfere late. interfere with him. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to tackle J.J. Watt there. Brother, that was so bad. Oh, that was funny. Oh, this is great. I've got the Houston defense today, so. Well done. Thank you, thank you. I'm like, they've got no one. <laughs> anyway, but, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I my biggest worry, like, why I had New Orleans was just because New Orleans defense has been playing a lot better, like all mm-hmm. of it. They've been getting a ton of pass rush. I, their secondary seems to have improved, at least on paper. I think they're still vulnerable, but they seem to have gotten better. They really did well against Brady uh, the previous week. Yeah. Um, it's but like, like the man, Falcons O line like isn't like bad either. Is a thing, but they played like like fucking JV team. I don't, ah, man. 
Yeah, it was frustrating because it's like off a bye. They're starting Taysom Hill. You've won a few in a row now. And then Taysom Hill just comes in and gets the win, which really is sucks because we both know that he's not that good. Yeah, I need to check out the snap counts for last week because like, Julio like kind of was in and out of the game. Uh-huh. It's questionable for uh, week 12. So, yeah, like not having a Julio, like I said, just, the <clears throat> offense just goes to Dookie. Man, they sacked Matt Ryan eight times too. Yep. Like he looked, he he looked scared. Like after like sack number five, he was just he looked scared. Yeah, Julio Jones went for like a third of the snap, so he wasn't in for a lot. It's because of a few things, I think, with the uh, with the Saints. But you know, Cameron Jordan is obviously crazy good. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Davenport, who you might remember, was the guy they traded. I think they traded their first rounder to move up like one or two spaces to get him Yeah, in a draft. And he didn't do anything for two years and people were kind of shitting on them for it, but he has put it together and looks really good. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And the, the Saints, like the fact that they were able to pull this off with Taysom Hill and they're just a lot about their team and like they're solid. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean they're six and zero when Breeze isn't there in the past two years. So they literally ran the same offense. Taysom Hill just like occasionally ran it. <clears throat> yep. And then uh, I do want to add Adam Troutman looks really good. Like whenever he's getting the opportunities, I think like once um, like Jared Cook is, I guess retires. I don't know, but like what his route will be once he like leaves the Saints. But like Adam Troutman looks really good, so it's mm. kind of worth noting. And then. <clears throat> Hayden Hurst doesn't do anything when Julio's not there. I don't. I think it's a matter of just like field spacing. I don't know, but or maybe they I think mm. they, they probably need him to block some too. But, yeah, he was a dud, right? Yeah, he did. He got nothing. Like every time Julio doesn't play the full time, he sucks. So yeah, normally when you have good pressure off the edge, that kind of bodes well for the tight end because then they when the guy's rushing past him, the tight end just flips around and they flip it over to the tight end who's yeah. now past the pressure, and the guy who's pressuring the quarterback is sort of stuck in between them. So I don't know, maybe they were getting a lot of interior pressure. Yeah, it was it was sad. It made me sad. And the Falcons, man, uh, like, <laughs> like I, I, they play the Raiders next week, and it's like I'm obviously like Raiders are my 1A anyway, but I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, man. It, it was, I was, I, yeah, I, I have no more words. I can't. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. But anyway, moving on to um, probably the just most overall sad storyline of the day in Cincinnati and Washington. We saw Burrow go down tour. I think it was ACL and MCL, I'm pretty sure. So, that, did you watch it? Yeah, it was rough. That, that field, man. horrible, yeah. I think sucks. everyone just kind of threw up a little bit when that happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cincy. Yeah, it's – I mean, like – there's no way to tell how this game would have gone if he stayed in. Yeah. I mean, it was a meh game anyway. Washington like was doing well regardless, but they, like Tyler Boyd was on fire, and then Burrow goes out, and then the second half, pfft, sale. Yeah, Tyler Boyd had like eight receptions in the first quarter. Yeah, he was going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole like first drive was just boom, 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 boom. But yeah, um, yeah he they're hoping he could be back. Week one next year, but I'm not sure. I feel like it'll be like halfway through next year when he's back. The, the, do not rush him. Do not rush Joe Burrow back. Yeah, no, he has a lot of rehabbing to do now. Mm-hmm. 
because it was basically his whole knee, every ligament got torn up. Yeah, that's luckily ACL, like MCL, PCL, and oh, and was it also or, PCL? I think was so, it just yeah. everything? Because like when it's the ACL plus stuff, it takes so long to recover just because you get the swelling down and everything. Yeah, uh, the uh, Lions fumbled some running back with the last name Williams. Um, okay, I, I don't know. I I can't say off the top of my head who that is. Which is good field sad. position for Deshaun Watson. Let's see yeah. how this plays out. <laughs> Oh, did Fairbear miss the extra point last try? That's hilarious. Who who is the Williams guy? Fuck, I don't know. Jonathan Jonathan Williams, are you fist fucking me? That guy's still <laughs> in the league. <laughs> yeah, how oh, bad is carry shit. on? Oh, that's hilarious. At least Hawkins is doing stuff. <laughs> but Oh, baby. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, that, I mean there's not a whole lot to say about this game except it's sad that Burrow got hurt. That, yeah. That feels I sucks. I guess I was trying to console some Bengals fans and just say that like you know you weren't playing for anything this year and if you thought you were then I don't know what to tell you Mm -hmm. like this was your evaluation year for Burrow and like the good news is that your evaluation should be pretty solid Mm -hmm. that he's really good and so the rest of the season doesn't really matter anyway because we already know the one thing that this season was useful for so you just kind of hope that uh you know, moving forward, he gets completely healthy. Yeah, they're starting. They're starting Brandon Allen next week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I saw they're bringing in a couple of like, what's Kevin Hogan and then Alex Magoo to like try out. So the latter, Alex Magoo, I think he got drafted by the Seahawks. Maybe he was actually, I think he came in the league like a year or two ago. He was actually an interesting prospect. So like, I would be kind of intrigued like if he signs and gets a start or two because I think Magoo. He, yeah. Cause he has like a lot of like, he's the like he's like very raw talenty, but like he he had a lot of like intriguing tools. So like I'd be kind of interested to see if he signs and gets a start because they know what they have in Finley. Like, yeah, everyone knows what Kevin Hogan is. I don't think anyone's like expecting much from Brandon Allen. So maybe just like get some random guy like hey Magoo. That's a great <laughs> name too. Like imagine Magoo, like a crowd oh, yeah. going Magoo. <laughs> or I mean you could, that that could be used in a lot of contexts. Oh no, Magoo. Magoo. So, uh, and Houston is yeah. in. And CJ Procise. Oh, my God. <laughs> yup. It's always funny to see these guys just show up on other teams yeah. getting touchdowns. I mean, Duke Johnson has been ass the last two games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Duke Johnson is not great. Yeah, he did draw the PI to get them to the end zone, which I was thinking maybe they would, like, give him the, you know, the touchdown after as a tradition, but I guess not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, traditions change this year, man. (laughs) But uh, next up, we had Detroit at Carolina. We both took Carolina, which was right because they shut out the Lions. And if Carolina shuts you out, you should feel bad about yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I think my takeaway was um, how do you get shut out by a rebuilding franchise whose entire identity is offensively based? (laughs) Only Matt Patricia knows. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they didn't have DeAndre Swift or Kenny Galladay. I get it. But you do still have Adrian Peterson and Carry On, plus yeah. Marvin Jones and the rest of the guys. Hawkinson. Like, yeah. come on. You can get points. Although Sta- Stafford's get- hand didn't help. Like, their line didn't play well either. But, yeah, uh, still very, very disappointing. Um, on the other side, I mean, the big story was P.J. Walker getting his first start. Um, he, yeah, man, XFL so, star PJ Walker. Yeah, he so he had the two red zone picks, which were you know, obviously not good. But aside from that, like he played pretty well. I mean, Lions are a good team, I guess, to like get your debut against. But 
Yeah, that's like, all right, we're giving you a nice warm-up run. This is a scrimmage, yeah. basically. He, he clearly belongs in the NFL, though. Like, I think that's... I think that's fair to say from his start. Yeah, I didn't see how his numbers ended up, but he won the game. Yeah, he so see the, the the two picks, which were both the red zone picks, which that was like the main knock. But he got two fifty eight and a touchdown on a twenty four of thirty five passing. Um, he hit DJ Moore a lot actually, which was uh, I know the concern of some, <laughs> but uh, he spread it around pretty evenly to Moore, uh, Curtis, and Robbie. So. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, the the, the fun bad team, as <laughs> the fun bad to, team, as opposed to just the bad bad team. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Carolina, like they put PJ Walker in. Not a whole lot changed. Um, Lions are bad. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. Yeah, the Jeff Okuda pick has looked real bad so far. Yeah, like okay, I so he is hurt now. He's not playing today because he has a shoulder injury. I I'm willing. To, so with corners, we see like good corners go to a different team and just suck and like part yeah, of it no, is so he's scheme. in the wrong scheme yeah like that's why yeah i'm glad you're on the same page with me like the scheme fit is terrible like yeah and i think that's why like the pick didn't make sense to me yeah like <laughs> good player yes but i think after this year assuming they get rid of their coaching staff maybe they'll get a different scheme that's the team better i mean you if you're taking a guy top five you want to get a scheme fit around him so i think next year they'll do that <laughs> One would think if you're take if you're using a top five pick in the NFL draft, you'd think it would be somebody who will mess with your scheme yeah. well, like or that you will change your scheme to work around. Yeah, like you like ta- talent is <laughs> like I, I'm I'm a talent over fit guy. Like a lot of times, and you can kind of like figure it out. At least with, like uh-huh. I mean, I guess it makes more sense with NBA than NFL because fit does matter NFL wise. But like, I guess maybe they kind of figured they weren't gonna have patricia too long i don't know <laughs> like they need to get rid of him after this year for sure but they better yeah he's been bad like i mean the whole defense has been really bad with a defensive head coach with a defensive head coach and yeah, bad man. scheming bad play calling just everything bad just get get rid of him i don't know why he's still there you can still get to the playoffs the lions can still make the playoffs man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Patricia's just eating up all their chances. Their schedule's not bad at all. They're like they're four and six. You could be making the playoffs if you had any level of competence. What do you think Patricia's uh favorite Thanksgiving food is? Um, I don't think he discriminates. I think it's all of uh, it. I was even just say like the gravy. <laughs> the gravy. <laughs> he doesn't actually put it on anything, he just ladles it right into his beard. He he brings Ugh. one of those like Gatorade like squirt bottles and fills oh. it with gravy. Over gravy. <laughs> oh man, that's so good to think about. Also, meanwhile, Hawkinson is uh, balling out currently. That was a great little hawk catch. There yeah, we dude. go. He's so good, so so good. I'm glad like the like the silver lining of everyone being out is like, oh man, he snagged that. Oh man, that was like Jordan Reed the other week. Yeah, that was well done. Now they're we'll finally see. fucking using one of their best players. Weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's gonna be so good for a long time. Another talent for Detroit to waste. Um, <laughs> next up, we had Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. This one about as expected. Uh, yeah, they survived their trap games. They don't really look like the same Steelers team we've seen in the past. No, yeah, I, th- I think they're, they're just like genuinely in each game, and um, playing down to their opponent isn't. I don't know if that's really a thing for them this year. They just kind of like. I don't know. They're 
Like they're in the moment, they're in the game. Like the, the other team does well, they respond back and whatnot. Um, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, they had another. They're what ten and zero. Yeah, they made they made Jake Luton Lutton look like we would expect. Um, <laughs> James Robinson looked good again. I think he's kind of the lone bright spot here. Um, I think kind of lone spot, like current lone bright spot of the team. They definitely miss uh, Minshew. Yeah, Aren't their whole line is is pretty good. It's doing really good yeah. run blocking. Yeah, th- um, it's a it's a perfect fit, like run blocking to running back wise. Ah, oh, man, I'm forgetting my numbers right now. I had numbers on Jacksonville because uh, James Robinson is a huge beneficiary of a good run blocking O-line. Mm-hmm. And I think somebody was asking me if they should take him for next year. And I was kind of like, well... There, there was this little bit that came out about Doug Marone wanting to start James Robinson. He like kind of like sort of had like, to get the permission, permission of like the upper management to like start... <laughs> a late pick over like the already the guys they already had. Uh-huh. Which is kinda interesting. And I mean, kinda shows a lot about like draft position does matter as far as like your opportunity. Right. So it's true. They just hold the high draft picks in so much more regard. Yeah, you get like way more you get like a lot of chances to fuck up and then you have like the large draft picks just have to like look good. Yeah. So but I mean yeah, James Robinson has been really Solid, he, good fit for this O line, and then you know Steelers side they. So James Conner had a good day. He just didn't get touchdowns. Benny Snell got the touchdown, and also like he, he didn't have to get involved much. Like that's also part of it. Yeah. Um, when I looked back at the score, like the it was showing the running back leaders of the day, and James Conner was the first on there. I'm like, what? Yeah, he he got 13 carries for 89 yards. He was cashing, and um, I mean Jacksonville's run is so bad, which. Dude, Chubb's gonna <laughs> next week. Holy moly! But yeah, dude, this passing offense is so good. Um, Deontay Johnson had himself a day. I think we were mostly into him, if I remember. Uh huh. Him and him and Chase, because our thought was, you know, bad teams they get Chase involved, and then kind of just seems like a Deontay game. But yeah, Juju, Juju is the struggle target. Yeah, which he. So I think he's gonna be fine to play, but I guess he like hurt himself like a little bit tripping over the penalty flag <laughs> or that something random yes. <laughs> yeah which was kind of just interesting and then because yeah it was his birthday so when when claypool scored they did that like birthday candle celebration yeah i thought it was something else. yeah it was not a bong <laughs> it looked like he was lighting a bong Ima- imagine the fucking field day roger goodell would have with that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man i went back and watched it i'm like yeah, <laughs> birthday bong <laughs> Okay, but um, yeah, I, I think if you've got James Conner, it's I mean it's only been a couple of games of this like super deeper pass heavy, which just made sense. Next week against Baltimore, um, which should have been today, I guess this week against Baltimore, I think you can feel a little better about him. Um, at least that's my opinion based on what we saw last week from uh, Baltimore's mm-hmm. run D, and I mean Baltimore's also had to pass on, so kind of a sneak peek at our at our preview there. But I expect mm-hmm. I expect him to be okay. Yeah, he's a, you know, James Conner, he just never really looked like, you know, he was the guy in waiting and has, like, exploded onto the scene. But he is very serviceable, and they like him there. He gets a good volume. He mm-hmm. just doesn't – he's not always the most fantasy relevant because yes. the team itself is good, and they score in a lot of different ways. Yeah, like, it's one of those things, like, you expect the running back on a good team to, like, do a ton, but sometimes it's just 
there's just too many other good guys. But the next four yeah. games, it's Ravens, Washington, Bills, and Bengals. So some good run matchups there. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, they get the Colts week 16, which is not a good run matchup. But Yeah, but, you know, struggle target. You know, struggle game. Maybe you get more. Mm-hmm. More Juju and Connor in that. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, this game, like, what about is expected? Not like a whole ton to take away, I don't think. Yeah. Just Bangers think. pick a stealer. We liked Deontay and Chase, and I think that was the right call. Yeah. The so I was so at this moment the Jags are one and nine. They got that one win early, and I was worried I was wrong about them, but I don't know how wrong I actually was. <laughs> yeah, man. Imagine that one game being like the most important game of the season. It's already happened. <laughs> they Gosh. give them their one win. And that's so they can get Trevor Lawrence because the Jets can't win a game. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you have that safety blanket. It knocks the Colts down a game who are, you know, they're trying to fend off the Titans from taking that division, and it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. But um, next up we have the uh, Titans at Ravens. This, I mean, it went to overtime, super close game, and it ended, I think, in the most fitting way possible. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Derek. So I texted you the night before, yep. and I was like, "Dude, both Calais Campbell and Brandon Williams are out for the Ravens, and that's really scary against Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry does kind of play his best football this time of year. Every year he seems mm. to turn it on in November at the end of the season, and now there's no first line of defense against him. Yeah." It's Which the same means issue he had gets last more year. momentum, and then it's harder to stop, and then he gets choo-chooing all in his muscle <laughs> traininess. Yeah. Um, that was a really close pick that I almost stuck with the Ravens anyway, but eventually I, I ended up switching to the Titans. <clears throat> and that was a really close game that they barely won, but they did win it on the back of Henry. Yeah, the yeah the Ravens missing their two like run stoppers in the middle there. That helped Tennessee match up a lot better. Yeah. Um, Dobbins looked great. I'm sad he has COVID uh, and won't get to play. He looks like, so good. Yeah, it's it's very promising that they got him more involved. I'm <laughs> so excited to see them like actually using him as the number one guy. He is like, what do you like? He's clearly the best running back they have for sure. Like, I know Gus is that useful like grinder pounder, whatever you want to call him. Um, mm-hmm. But like, Dobbins is so good. So it was really. Reassuring to see them use him a lot. Um, Mark Andrews got a lot of work with uh, no Nick Boyle or obviously Hayden Hurst. Um, I mean, th- th- that touchdown pass to him was beautiful. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a thing of beauty. Like, r- just in the right spot. Hit him on the, the necessary shoulder. Led him the right way. It was great. Um, Mark I do want to reiterate him. that we said that we, uh, you quote, we finally get a Mark Andrews week. Yeah. And there were some people that sat him this week, and we don't understand that at all. With Nick Boyle being out, which Nick Boyle is a great blocker. Uh-huh. He takes a lot of snaps from Andrews because he's really good at blocking. Yeah, Nick Boyle usually like technically starts. Right. Like, with him out, and now it's just Mandrews, I don't understand whatsoever what the play was in sitting Mandrews, but he had a good matchup, and he performed really well, and yeah. we're happy. Yeah, if, if, you, if you had Taysom Hill, maybe... On ESPN, that mm. flex yeah. Andrews. Maybe if you're one of those teams, you could have started both. Man, two tight ends said it would have worked, and because one of them was barely a tight end, or and barely a quarterback. But you know, <laughs> like but 
Uh, Marquise Brown has done nothing this year. Um, yeah, they need to get some wide receivers out yeah. there. Yeah, Des Bryant is like on the field getting <laughs> targets and snaps. Like, like listen, that's how you know it's really bad. Yeah, like love you, Des, for what you did, but now like they need help. Like their receivers are just not getting open enough. Their offense not is bland. Like, and I mean they're six and four. Like, good chance for six and five. Like this team is like in danger of not making the playoffs. Like they really need to fix their shit asap. So yeah. Uh, yeah, they just need a wide receiver, man. Yeah. It, so I was like, oh, maybe they'll get Gallup or Marvin Jones or something. That would be huge for them. Yeah, they, they really need some, like, good receiver help. Um, and, like, it looked like at a certain point, like, after that man, like, that Mandrews tutty, like, they were up, you know, 11. Like, it looked like they may have had had it back, and then they just let up. The, the tight, You never let up on the Titans, man. They never. Are the, they are, like, the, one of the peskiest teams. So pesky. Ugh. Sorry, I'm coughing over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Devin Duvernay is a guy worth mentioning just because he was part of this draft class of outstanding wide receivers. Um, and he's worked his way into the starting lineup. He hasn't really done a whole lot with it yet, but yeah, he you was, know, maybe he does take a year to leap. Yeah, he was a late, late third rounder, which I'm not sure. He's got some flashes. Yeah. <clears throat> Like I, I get, he he was definitely like he made sense fit wise for this offense, but yeah, they haven't really gotten a whole lot going with him yet. So we'll see. This offense really needs like I'm trying to think, like I mean Willie's they need like a better Willie Sneed kind of like. Well, so, I think they need like a possession guy. Like yeah. they need like an Anquan Bolden. Uh huh. They need like a Ridley or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think, Ooh, like, Ridley. Yeah, maybe not even him. Like I'm trying to cue. <clears throat> like is a I don't know if, I'm trying to get like free agent class. I mean obviously like I would love A Rob who's just amazing in general. Free A Rob. Um Oh man, yeah, that would be excellent. Nice and tall. Someone some some team is gonna give A Rob the team he deserves finally soon. I hope so. I really I hope may. he doesn't get back to the Bears. But next up we had New England at Houston. Uh we both had New England, but Houston pulled this out. Yeah. I mean I so in my picks in the season, like I had Houston winning this, but then when Gilmore yeah. came back, I was like, all right, I'm going to stick with New England. Run matchups good, secondary stuff to throw on. But man, Deshaun Watson just, He's we so all good. knew he can win any, he, like he can win any game. Mm-hmm. He is that good. Yeah. Um, but they, man, he torched him. Yeah, he got, he got his rushing touchdown. I know that was one of the things we were really like looking for this week. Um, spread the ball around a lot, got everyone involved. Um, Aikens had a good day. Kiki Cutie got on the field finally. Um, yeah. Injuries abound. Cobb and uh, Stills got hurt. Are both not playing at the moment. Um, oh, we got Stafford dropping back, scrambling, wad on his tail, and into the dirt. But um, yeah, it was Demir Bird day apparently. So the Patriots side, I have no fucking clue why they stopped giving it to Damon Harris. Like. He was bawling to start the game, and he just doesn't get it ever again. Uh, like, that's Bill Belichick's big brain. Yeah, like, I know Burkhead got hurt in this game. Like, White got involved a lot. But, like, he was gashing them, and then all of a sudden they just, like, stopped. It was, like, after, like, the first quarter, he had, like, like 30 yards and touchdown, and he got, like, 10 more yards the rest of the game or something. I'm like, what the fuck? So. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of infuriating if you're a Damian Harris owner. Yeah, that's... <clears throat> What what I, it was I was sad that I don't have anymore, but also it was like I don't have to deal with the frustration of it. <laughs> yeah, owning uh, a Patriots running back is one of the single most frustrating things you can do to yourself in fantasy. 
Mm -hmm. Especially if you have multiple. If you have, like, three Patriot running backs on your team because for some reason, like, you just stay in their run game and you're just like, good luck. Yeah, you like pain. Um. Love pain. It's your favorite thing in the world. What do you want for Thanksgiving? Pain. It's like, pick a card, any card, and they're all the same, and it's both, like, take a shot of well tequila. Like... (laughs) take a bar mat shot you know where they mix all the drinks on the bar mat take it that's like picking a picture that's like some back. fear factor shit right there <laughs> god i can't especially now but like even pre-pandemic i can't imagine doing that at like brick street or something uh adrian peterson you motherfucker he got, oh. he, he's got the joe host stat line right now like literally the jordan howard stat line two touchdowns 10 yards six rushes eight yards Two touchdowns. There it is. <laughs> is that Mike Fulbert out there? <laughs> uh, it's, it's hilarious seeing this happen. This is like a quintessential just like shit game between these two teams. <laughs> it is, hey, you know what? It's 13-13. It's got some scoring going on. Yeah. Carryon Johnson's getting involved. He's got five carries for 25 yards right now, then two catches for 20, which makes sense. They kind of are using him as a swift right now. Mm. And then AP is the vulture. <laughs> yeah. But I guess this game's gonna. I wonder if this game's gonna keep being high scoring or if it's just gonna like shut down. I feel like both I have are a options. feeling it might do the latter. Like at some <laughs> point, it's just going. Something's to, gonna uh, just poop. In, yeah, incompetently, you know, stall out. Yeah, because right now it's it's shooting out, but like in a weird way. It's just Adrian Peterson and like turnovers and Hawkinson. Uh, yeah, real bad field position. Yeah, <laughs> for the defense. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to the game that you were talking about. Um, yeah, I think the main the injury was Burkhead getting hurt. Um, yeah, it was another game of Duke Johnson performing poorly, even to get a lot of touches. So that's why we're seeing CJ Prosize get more involved and uh, steal a touchdown from him. So I want to see Houston make. I don't think they'll. I don't know if they even have a chance at the playoffs. I guess maybe if other teams falter, but I want to see them make a run and just like finish well. Yeah, I kind of do too, because a it gives the Dolphins a lower draft pick if mm-hmm. they keep winning games because right now the dolphins have like the <clears throat> they have like a top 10 pick in the draft from houston yeah and houston uh, someone has houston second rounder too but they've got the second rounder from arizona uh at yeah the cost of hopkins so yep that worked out great but uh next up we had uh miami at denver and this one did not go as i thought it would um Tua didn't play well, um, and they came out and said, like, I mean, uh, Forrest came out and said, like, he, he didn't get benched because he was hurt. Like, he just wasn't playing well, so they pulled him. Um, makes sense. This team is, like, potentially playoff bound. And I, who was, I think it was Breeze, and I'm trying to remember, it was, like, I'm trying to remember which coach it was that he had that would pull him when he wasn't doing well, but, like, would kind of, like, do it in a way that was constructive. And I think that's kind of what's happening with Tua here. Because he uh-huh. wasn't terrible, but he got sacked six times. Like, and yeah, he got, he sacked got a lot. yeah. This was that like the rookie rattling, you know, that happens. So <clears throat> seeing ghosts, but um, God, um, <laughs> gross. But um, yeah, Denver defense stepped up here. Uh, Melvin Gordon had himself a day. I think you, I think you mentioned him. I did. He was my one Bronco. I liked. To, and then Philip Lindsay pretty much exactly matched him, just without the touchdowns. So. There we go. They just ran a shitload, which is how Denver should be playing, I think. Um, yeah. Tim Patrick had a nice day. Um, I said the Denver defense, the getting their corners back helps so much. I'm really hoping they play well next week. I, You know what? Nobody is safe from the Denver home game. Yeah, they are in Nobody. Denver next week, too. 
I don't know what it is. I don't know what evil spell they've cast, but when they're at home, they can beat any team. It is significantly better than them in basically most ways. It doesn't matter. Even Brock Osweiler against the Patriots, it's fine. They're at home. Like that altitude. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Is it the altitude? I guess. I don't know what else it would be. (laughs) The Illuminati conspiracy of their airport. Elway's like has some black magic where he can't have a good quarterback, but like you can like pull out pull games out of his ass at his home field. I don't know. Like I don't know what it is, but uh yeah, I mean their defense I think is starting to look kind of scary. Yeah, it's getting better, getting healthier, kind of what they have envisioned before. It's starting to be one of those if you have a fantasy player against Denver, maybe look at see if it works with the matchup and the scheme. Because if it doesn't, you might not want to play him. <laughs> you might not want to play him. If... Um, but on the Dolphins side, I think what they were mentioning was Salvin Ahmed stayed the main guy. Um, mm-hmm. He got 12 of the 17 carries. Because he excluded Fitzpatrick and just kind of running backs. He got 12 carries to Breedis 2. He got um, 6 targets as well. So, um, I mean, Breedis kind of working back from injury. But I think they like, like Ahmed as their main guy. So if you've got him... He's got the Jets next week, or I guess this. I keep saying next week. I guess the Thanksgiving games would throw me off, but um, yeah, they got the Jets, so he might be a nice fill-in. I would expect so, unless Gaskin is back. I think he's out one more week. One more. Yeah, because I know they put him on IR. I think this is the third week. I'm not positive though. So yeah, it's uh, if you know if you have if you're making on Geo and he's not going to go in, you know, you've, you've got Solid Ahmed, you know. He is designated to return from IR as of yesterday. Gotcha. But he, he hasn't yet. Yeah, so it'll it'll probably be next week, I'm guessing, with uh, Gaskin. Yeah, they have three weeks to activate him, basically. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. But, yeah, this Miami-Denver game was as gross as we thought. Um, and then next up, we had the Jets at the Chargers, which I wouldn't say this was competitive, but the Jets, you know, they did some stuff. They, yeah, they did some things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they lost, which was great. <laughs> they kept it. They kept it close, though, which was awesome. They're like, that's it's basically best case scenario. Like for me, they keep it close, but then they blow it at the end, and it's sort of you know up to interpretation of the of whether they're blowing it was intentional or unintentional. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that it is uh, unintentional, but. They do blow it right at the end, which is perfect for their tank. And they're still putting out some points, which is fun. Um, a lot of their pieces they drafted have been playing really well. Mm-hmm. One, I mean, I watched this one. It was the first game I watched when I got off work because I didn't see anything from it. So I watched the condensed game of that. Uh, Makai Becton made Joey Bosa switch sides. Yeah, Makai Becton is so good. That made me very happy. He's had injury concerns, which is definitely big because you want him to be available. But man... Joey Bosa is pretty good and has a three-year head start on him as an edge rusher, and he still had to switch sides to start getting some pressure out there. Yeah, he's yeah, Becton's a mammoth of a man. I know people <laughs> were kind of concerned about him being like one of the riskier options, but he's been absurdly good. So, super great. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah Jets corners. Oh yeah, the oh, Jets yeah, corners man. were dead. <laughs> they there were gone. Go. Herbert, like, if he wa- Herbert could have had, like, 500 yards if they, like, needed to keep throwing. Oh, yeah. He had 270 yards in the first half. <laughs> yeah. He was going bonkers. I'm like, 
he, he had a nutso fantasy day. Keenan Allen went bonkers again. Michael Williams had a good day. I mean, it's kind of like you all expected. Like, like, I don't think there's any surprise <laughs> in this game. Um, but yeah, Jets side, what else? Like anything else you? I mean, obviously the loss, but any any positive takeaways for you? Um, I I mean, all of it to me is just on their draft. Their draft right now looks really good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'll mention Quinn Williams because he was the guy taken the year before. Quinn and Williams has stepped up in a huge way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember exactly what he had, but he had like seven, you know, pressures, couple hits, a sack. He had a fumble recovery. Like Quinn and Williams is finally worth that second or third round pick they or second or third overall pick that they used on him. Mm-hmm. There, uh, but this past draft, they grabbed a lot of people that you know we kind of wanted to see how it would play out. Michael P. Ryan is hurt right now, but he looked pretty good. Denzel, yeah, Mims he got hurt is, this game, which was a bummer. I know. Frank Gore is eternal. <laughs> the eternal Gore. Uh, Denzel Mims has looked good. I'm glad with that draft pick as well. Um, Marcus May is still playing well at their safety position. And Ashton Davis, who they drafted this year, I think, you know, if I had to guess, I'd say he was taken on the assumption that Jamal might be leaving. He has filled in really well. Mm-hmm. Ashton Davis is a monster out there at safety. So, yeah, I mean, Joe Douglas nailing it on the draft picks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, since he's come in, he's been doing well, uh, kicking Manish Mehta out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> gosh dude when you sent me that i'm like wait what the actual fuck that's so creepy yeah, that's so creepy telling him what flavor of ice cream his kid's eating yeah it's some pervy stalker shit that's some weird shit brother yeah and then i gotta uh, get that fixed out man yeah so jets jetting chargers avoided chargering um <laughs> man i was worried yeah you never know what the chargers they can lose any game any sunday <laughs> Any given Sunday, we can lose. <laughs> so, next, yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah, the Chargers are hilariously cursed, man. They could have a lot more wins and be like almost playoff bound, but nope, nope, so, <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope. Anyway, um, next we had Green Bay at Indy. Presume uh, probably game of the week. I'd say at least of the like the, you know the group of the earlier games. I mean, that guess it was 4 p.m., but like the group of the main slate of games. Yeah, so this is the one I'll be watching today. I still haven't watched this one. Um, I miss most of the day at work. So I get, I'll, you know, at some point today, I'll throw on the condensed version and watch the Green Bay Indy game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we got a uh, Duke Johnson receiving touchdown. Ooh, baby. It was like mostly air yardage too. 33 yards. That's all him, baby. He is the air yard uh, running back. <laughs> <laughs> he is the receiver that... He was literally just lined up outside. They had... Who the fuck was on him? Was that a linebacker on him, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. They, they had him lined up out wide on the linebacker. Like, of course, he's going to win that matchup. Fucking Detroit. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Detroit, man. Anyway, um, where were we? Oh, yeah. Green uh, Bay Jamie Indy. Collins. It was on Jamie. Jamie Collins was on Duke Johnson. There we go. Not going to work. Um, yeah, we were on Green Bay Indy. I don't know. What did you see from this game? Because I haven't watched it yet. Um, I got to watch parts of it, not all of it. Um, it was definitely the most competitive game on um, in that late window, at least the most intriguing game on. They got they got Donovan Taylor involved a lot. Um, the Colts could have had a lot more. They had to settle for a lot of field goals. was kind of like a part of it. The Packers' offense kind of like sort of shut down the second half. 
Um, uh-huh. I mean, obviously Devonta Adams is good, but they they still need someone reliable outside of it. Like Marcus Valdez scale and had a bad drop. Surprise. Um, yeah. Pitt, he had a Pitt, really good play too. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Uh, he got past the highlights. Defense. Yep. Yeah, there was one like they were backed up in the kind of in their own end zone. Um, Pittman looked really good. He had a really nice like run after catch play. Um, so far, he's like my favorite draft pick I had from last year. Yeah, he's fun. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Taylor, he looked a little bit this game. They just gave him the ball at trying to get him going, which made sense against the Packers. Um, honestly, like, some of his best use has been as a receiver, which is kind of hilarious. But yeah, he's uh, he's pretty good at catching, which is you know that's you. I, I think it was Brian Hill who was saying that you know if you want to be a running back in this league, you have to be able to catch the ball. So mm-hmm. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, the Packers they just kind of like stalled out like after the half. Punt, punt, fumble, downs, field goal, fumble. Like they, like they they had this game. They were up twenty eight fourteen in the half. They just kind of blew it. Their yeah. defense fell apart. Offense fell apart. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, Green Bay, I think, is one of those teams like Washington. We know pretty much like what they do. Uh-huh. They've got Devontae. They have Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. They're pretty one dimensional in that regard. If that part of their offense falters, they're sunk. Yeah. The (laughs) uh, Colts on the other side, my biggest complaint with them is I really don't like I don't really get the feeling like of any offensive identity from them. Yeah, I agree. Like, who is their offensive identity? Quentin Nelson? Like, Like, that's cool. But (laughs) like against a good defense, like who do they go to? Like, that's we don't have that answer. It's a thing. Pittman is still a rookie and he has Rivers throwing to him. You have a great run blocking line, but, you know, Taylor is still learning the scheme. It's just not optimal. It's not their their offense is not optimized yet, mm-hmm. and I'd like to see that before I have any confidence in them to make any moves, like in the playoffs and whatnot. But uh, I, I think it it does hold them back from being able to beat like the very good, well rounded teams because the Green Bay is not a well rounded team. <laughs> no, yeah, and like this game was like it did like go into overtime too. Yeah, but like it was funny. So basically. Um, what was that? Um, yeah, um, other other people above us. Uh, so we can like kind of like creep on them. It's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like yeah, Valdez Scantlin like fumbled uh, at like in overtime, and then gave the Coles a short field, and they get the field goal, and it was over. It was a very quick overtime. Very uneventful. Yeah, that's really you know that's a shame. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, this close game was t- tough to pick. I just kind of went like on paper wise what i felt with this one with indy mm-hmm. i my pick was predicated on jair alexander and Devonte adams playing they both mm-hmm. did so i stuck with green bay which was a loss for me but eh, almost worked. oh well yeah yeah next up we had dallas at minnesota and it was funny because we were both talking about like throughout the week you kind of felt a little better about minnesota actually winning this and then they lost i well so i felt not great about picking minnesota i still wanted to but like i'll i'll read what i put i'm uh i said after the steelers barely beat dallas they said i don't know what anyone's talking about their pass rush is the hardest we played all year and the truth is that i think andy dalton makes this team slightly more confident than they have been Mm -hmm. i think the Vikings secondary is still wet dish rags so i think lamb cooper and gallup have viability my biggest thing was that there was no Trayvon Diggs, 
who is their best corner for Dallas. Him not being in, I had to stick with Minnesota. If he'd played, I probably would have stuck with Dallas. Um, and then that ended up being the right play. The big kicker was no Ezra Cleveland, who's mm-hmm. been the run-blocking king for Minnesota as a rookie, um, which stunk because that was uh, you know that hurts Dalvin Cook a lot. Which I mean, he still had a good day, but like, I mean, the minor the minor differences matter when it's a you know three point game. Which Andy Dalton leading a game winning drive that was hilarious and like kind of nice in a way. <laughs> like I was okay being wrong with that because like I think I think we both want to see Dalton do well in Dallas currently. We do. I think Dallas has been. I mean, they whatever they deserve for being Dallas, like they've they've gotten it. You mm-hmm. know, like they. <laughs> They've already gotten their lumps, you know. Yeah, I feel bad for them now at this point. Like I, like I actually feel bad for Dallas yeah. losing Dak weird. to that injury. Um, they, you know, they get Gerald McCoy in the off season and he doesn't play a snap for them because he suffers a quad injury and is out for the year and gets mm-hmm. cut. And then just now losing their uh, strength and conditioning coach mm-hmm. um, forever which is really, really sad at practice, no less, which is really jarring. Like, I just feel so bad for Dallas. And we all like Andy Dalton. I've been, I think I've been a pretty good Dalton supporter. As as much as we joke about the Dalton line, like, yeah, that's more of a bit than anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, he's, he's had some rough teams he's played on. And by that, I mean, the Bengals. Most, most Bengals iterations. Yeah. Um, I think we all want to see Dallas do okay. I think it would be so wonderful if, like, I, you know, a lot of people are going to hate this that are Washington fans or Eagles fans, but I, I think it'd be wonderful if Dalton won a few games here and won the won the division. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's either them or the Giants at this point. Like, Eagles are just so bad. I don't think Washington has it in them. I, yeah, like at Dallas seems point, the most likely. I have no idea. I, like at this point, I think it could be all four of them. I mean, like Dallas and Washington <laughs> play like that is kind of for the division. Like, yeah, whoever the, wins, I think, is leading the division. Yeah, I guess I'll do, like a schedule. I thought the Giants had like not too hard of a schedule going forward. Uh, I can take a look. So I've got. Well, like, yeah, I mean, they get the Bengals this week who don't have Burrow, yeah. and no, they just kind of get a tough schedule after the Bengals. They get Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore. Never mind, they might not make it. Yeah, Giants to me still have a lot of holes. Yeah, I don't think they're. Is that good? Is no, he's not. Wins. But good right now. So I guess, I guess Cowboys are probably the favorite to win the division. I don't know. <laughs> I would love to see the winner of this game today, Washington Dallas, win the division. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I just don't want the Eagles. To yeah, <laughs> I think we're just kind of both fucking fed up with them. Yeah, we're. I'm pissed off at them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, back to the game. I guess Minnesota side we can talk about. Um. I mean, it's 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 a three man show of Cook, Phelan, Jefferson. Uh, Justin Jefferson is so good. Like I, I say it every week, he's so good. Um, so good. He so me. <laughs> yeah. There. So CD Lamb and Adam Thielen were both kind of go like they were going back and forth on absurd touchdown catches. I mean, CD Lamb's was a little more absurd, I'd say. That oh was just my like, god, his touchdown was so pretty. That was beautiful. Oh man, it was a pirouette. That in was the end so zone. good, man. Oh, Body control, everything. Like holy shnikes, Yeah, I'm man. like he actually fucking caught that. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, and then Thielen had his own really nice one-handed touchdown catch. He had a crazy day. Um, oh, yeah, man. The one-handed catch from Thielen was dirty. Yeah. He's got hands, man, for days. So. Stuck right in there. 
But yeah, that that CD Lamb catch was probably number I guess probably number two on the year to the Hopkins catch at this point. I don't know. Uh yeah. The Hopkins, I think, is gonna be tough to beat. Yeah, that's 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 you know, situation makes that pretty good too. But this ended up being a solid game. And then uh Sunday night game was also really good. Um Kansas City at the Raiders. We both put Kansas City um to split the series and it was a, it was a good game. That was a great game. Oh man. But I mean you just knew, right? Yeah, no, I knew. Like you knew. Like two minutes left under two minutes left, Mahomes gets the ball. They have two timeouts. I'm just like, I fucking know what's happening. Kelsey yep. was so wide open on his touchdown. There was clearly a miscommunication there. Like that was rough. <laughs> that was a really rough like this breakdown at the end there. And then like I mean only half a minute left, but like at I, 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 even if there were like a minute, even, even if there was still a minute left, I wouldn't have banked on the Raiders coming back to bring it down. But I mean, good close game. It kind of ended fittingly, I think. Yeah, I think it kind of went exactly as we thought. I thought Kansas City might win by a few more points, but yeah, I expected them to basically be tied and then have the game-winning touchdown. You know? Yeah, the Raiders are pretty much built to compete with the Chiefs, like. <laughs> They have tried their hardest to do that, man. I mean, you have to respect it because, you know, that's basically saying that they respect the Chiefs enough that they know they have to plan around them. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go on again saying I don't know why the fuck they drafted Henry Ross <laughs> at this point. Like, I get he, like, opens up the field, but, like, so could a lot of other players. And I feel like having CeeDee Lane would be a lot more useful because then he wouldn't have to, like, rely on Nelson Aguilar as your number one. I don't know. So. Yeah, I think that was uh, they wanted their own Tyree kill. Yeah, and I didn't like honestly, the pick when it happened. Damn, just so good. Yeah. There's still time. Like, there's still time. Not every receiver is nuts right away. Like it takes time. I'm like, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Like and it's not an easy offense. So like I'm not gonna crush him right now. But man, it's really tough to see all these other rookie receivers look so good. Yeah, but um, I. Also, got to go on record say I love Jonathan Abrams so much. <laughs> oh, he's wonderful. I love rooting for him. He is like he is in that Jamal Adams esque kind of group of like we'll just like heat seeking missile as often as he can. Yeah, making plays all day. Yeah. yeah, I think he had the most tackles on Sunday. Yeah, he's um, he's fun to have on on a team you root for. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still like the Raiders on the season. They're my they, I do have them making the playoffs, yeah, uh, which is going to be now. a really really tough. Like that six and seven seed is going to be a oh tough yeah out. yeah the AFC is so competitive right now because um, you know you've got basically the Ravens who I think after the if they lose the Steelers they could potentially go eleven and five because they could win their last five games they're not that tough the end <laughs> of the schedule here and you've got the Browns who are better a lot better <laughs> but are still missing some key pieces of their defense and they're still the Browns <laughs> still the Browns. they've got like the Dolphins who are you know very solid but not like outstanding mm-hmm. they're dynamic uh, and of course the Raiders who I like some like possibly the most out of a lot of them uh, just you know a really good offensive line really good run game Derek Carr is playing really well I mean, Derek Carr is playing really well. Yeah, he is playing. So he is getting a ton of protection. Like, this offensive line is just absurd. They're elite. They're so good. When he has, like, a good offensive line in front of him, he's really good. So, like, as long as the offensive line is healthy, mostly healthy, playing well, like, yeah, he's solid. 
So yeah, I've always talked about him under pressure. But balling. yeah, Waller and a ballerin. Ballerin, Darren Waller. <laughs> Love my Hunter Renfro. We're my real, real grinder. Graphic, yeah. Real grinder, and of course, yeah, I got a lot of Josh Jacobs. Love him. Oh, oh man, I thought Deshaun Watson was about to evade a sack, but he just kind of fell back more. No, maybe like second and fucking thirty now. Oof, that's a jet second second down right there. <laughs> second and thirty three. It's a very false start. It's a very GD <laughs> second down. Yeah, um, but no, this game like I said, the Reek, Kelsey, Clyde, it was, it was the main guys. Yeah, yeah. So. Solid game. And then lastly, we had the Rams at Tampa on Monday night. We both picked the Rams. That was correct. Um, so did you see what Arian said about Brady? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Man, They were open. <laughs> yeah, for those who didn't hear, like he pretty much said he thinks Brady's like making some wrong reads. Yeah. I mean, that pick he threw at the end of the game. Yeah. The, both of those picks were really bad. Like That was a bad pick. <clears throat> also, with our uh, have a dick, like take a dick to segment that we haven't done as much lately <laughs> i want to give that <clears throat> that special award to brady this week because tom brady you're 43 and you're acting like you're 12 what because <laughs> that's his number uh-huh. um no but like seriously what kind of petulant child doesn't go out and shake the other team quarterback's hand at the end of the game yeah it, he's like- done it twice Year. If it were every game and he said, oh, because the pandemic, like, okay, but it's not consistent. He's done it most games. <laughs> then he's like, yeah, s- snubbed Foles. He snubbed Foles and Goff. Uh-huh. It's basically him saying, I don't think that, like, you're as good as me. We should have won. Well, you played like shit. You yeah, threw he was a bad not pick. good. I don't know what else to tell you, man. Grow up. <laughs> yeah, I. You stop acting like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, he targeted AB a ton. At the end of the game, when it just wasn't working, it kind of made me happy because karma. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I keep saying they're what they're one and two since signing AB, right? I know obviously the schedule has been tough, but yep, it's karma. I, I'm just gonna keep saying it. Yep, it's karma. <laughs> Not a good human. Whatever it was, <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever it was about him, like throwing the bike into the shack, or whatever. For some reason, I read like Radio Shack, and I thought he like trashed <laughs> a Radio Shack. I'm like, that would be so fucking fitted. But um, <laughs> yeah, this game golf was just. Hitting Cup Woods, they were yakking, they were chugging along. Goff played so well this game. He really did. He had a really good game. Yeah, one of the picks was uh, it was like it looked like a miscommunication between him and I think it was Henderson because like he threw it and like I think Henderson like kept like stopped or something. I don't know what it was, but it was like the checkdown pick. I'm trying to remember what the other one was, but he I mean he played pretty well. Like aside like picks aside, um, I mean Cup and Woods just had crazy good games they were yakking all over the place yeah we definitely liked cup it was nice to see woods do well yeah too. i didn't expect him to do as much as he did bobby forest <laughs> bobby, bobby woods. Wow. yeah i mean they both just like whatever they were in the slot just bam 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 feasting and they both got some work like good work on the outside too like their route running was impeccable this game they just yeah the Rams just outplayed the Bucks I thought and- it was uh, I, I thought it was worth mentioning because there were two really big key linemen out this game with Ali Marpet yeah. out for the Bucks, which is really big because that's your Aaron Donald like matchup, mm-hmm. super bad. And then you also had Andrew Whitworth out, one of the best left tackles in the league, has been for a long time. But the guy they were putting in for him, Joe Noteboom, he like is good. Like he's yeah. not amazing, but he is he's solid. Fine. 
And I think that was really big because when I saw that he was going to be playing at left tackle and not this their rookie that they had, that made me feel a lot more confident about yeah. taking the, uh, the Rams here. Uh, Tampa also lost AQ Shipley in the middle of the game too. And Arians came out and said he's worried it might be career-ending. Wow. It, like, so he's had a neck thing and he kind of re-injured his neck issue. So, Ooh. yeah, it's it's very – definitely season-ending, potentially career-ending. It's like very like grim prognosis, like stat soon. So He is 34. Yeah. And like at a certain point, you got to say, okay, it's my neck. Like <laughs> – yeah, and if you're the center, you have to imagine that you're bent over to start the play and looking up and, like, you know, you're literally, like, tor- like torsioning your neck backward constantly. Like, that's that's not good. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, look up the uh, little thing on it, exactly what he said. Um, let's see. Yeah, Arians said in an interview, like, it appears to – so, Shifley appears to have had a career-ending injury, and I feel bad because I love AQ. He's one of my favorite players of all time, and it's – was uh, playing good for us, but I think it was a previous injury that might have gotten aggravated in his neck. So Ooh. that's a bummer. So yeah, I mean, we picked, you know, to the T. We picked the Buccaneers to go eleven and five. The way the season started, people started to pick them to go like fourteen and two mm-hmm. or like thirteen and three. But we held fast to the eleven and five, and right now they're seven and four. They get Kansas City this week, which is amazing. We'll get to oh, that. Oh yeah. Game. Oh with our preview mm-hmm. then they get minnesota atlanta twice in detroit so 11 and 5 to me i think was the right call yeah the rams look good i gotta give sean McVay a lot of credit after this game his game plan was great like yeah, he sean knows good coach. like they ran some but like I, he knows he wasn't gonna win by running a bunch like they passed 51 times ran 20 times mm-hmm. so like he he got a lot of shit for 2019. Um, I think that's what it was. Yeah, like when they like, or was that post Super Bowl year? Right, Super Bowl 2018. Yeah, yeah post Super Bowl year, yeah. and they had kind of a down year. Yeah, he got a lot of shit for like not game planning well, and like coming with a counter punch really for teams kind of figuring it out. But he's made up for it this year, I'd say. Yeah, no, I mean, I th- I hold Sean McVay in pretty high regards as a head coach. Um, I don't know. I think the hate on him was really unwarranted. He's one of the youngest head coaches. Yeah, he's got so much to learn still. Yeah, he's still growing and learning, and he's definitely one of those people who's not, like, so arrogant or conceited that they don't think they can get better. Oh, no, He's trying to get better every week as a coach, and he's he's damn good. Yeah, I'm trying – so I think their new defensive coordinator is, like, a first-year D coordinator for them. Um, I'm trying to look up who he is. But like the the defensive game plan was great, I thought. Mm-hmm. They really got to Brady, which is like how you how you beat him. That's how you beat him. It's always been there. Like that's always been a thing. Like mm-hmm. played the Giants, played the Chargers, like all those years ago. Like yeah. he's always had good lines, were. though. Yep. Now his line is not so good, and we're seeing some uh, some bad play, and that's because Tom Brady is not the best quarterback of all time and it's not even a hot take he's obviously not because when the play breaks down he can't adjust like other quarterbacks can like sure he's really good at the system and you know the surgical throws and moving down the field but when a play breaks down who do you trust more like would you, i would take russell wilson kyler murray aaron Rodgers, like pat mahomes i would take all of these guys over brady and a play that's broken. 
every single one of them. Yeah, his... he doesn't have that sort of like game IQ as yeah. they put it. He's got he's got the pocket presence to like kind of dodge around, but he like I said, he doesn't have the mobility of all these guys. And right. also, I saw this interesting bit about uh, him and Belichick, where Belichick will spend a lot of his time throughout the week, like because he's a defensive mind at heart, you know. Like so, he For would sure. spend a lot of time with Brady, like going through what he thought the defense would do that week. And so, like, that would be a lot of their game planning was, like, Belichick, like, helping kind of diagnose what he thinks the opposition's game plan will be on defense. Yep. So, like, he had that, all that extra knowledge every single week. And that's not there right now. And, like, I mean, like, I don't know how much the Patriots miss Brady the most. I don't know how good they'd be with him regardless. But I think Brady does miss Belichick some in that sense. I still stand by that if the Patriots had Andy Dalton, they still would have won a Super Bowl or two. I, I'm not even kidding. I wonder, like, like <laughs> I have no clue what happened with Cam next year, but, like, the Dalton to Patriots is still in the realm of reality. So, uh-huh, 100%. I want that. I really want that, man. I want that to happen. Because if Andy Dalton wins a Super Bowl with the Patriots, Tom Brady's legacy gets tarnished a lot and i want that to happen because i'm sick of people telling me that he's the goat you know what if tom tom brady is the most successful quarterback of all time and i'll give you that he really is he's the most successful Mm -hmm. quarterback of all time but if we're talking about arm talent he's not even in the top 20 no i mean like yeah i don't like that was never like the thing with him like the arm talent wasn't like the his thing it was just the like mental aspect and like finding out like a lot of it well not a lot of it some of it was belichick's help but yeah so uh i love watching them lose um because now the buccaneers have just taken on the brady persona and i just love watching them lose and it makes me so happy so game update we're nearing halftime um 23 14 a minute 44 left uh kind of you just kicked the field goal um so i put i put in jordan akins this week uh, against you, right now he has nothing. Um, Jordan Akins, all yeah. right. Just because I was like, if I think it's a good play, yeah. We'll see how it goes in the second half. Because you've got um, who did you have that made me think about it? I don't remember what it was, but um, remember why I did. But yeah, my I didn't want to play Hayden Hurst if Julio was potentially out and he might be out. So I'm like, fuck it. And there's still plenty of time, still a little half for him to get involved. So. Hopefully, I don't get another tight end. Uh, that would be sad. No, I don't. I wouldn't expect it. I think the Lions are pretty susceptible to the to the tight end. Yeah, and the Texans defense is bad enough that they're not going to run away. <laughs> so yeah, good old Texans defense. But um, yeah, we'll be back uh, pretty soon with uh, the preview for uh, Week Twelve. Man, flying by. Oh man, we got some really good games. You know what? I will say though that the. Uh, the season for me this year is going slower than it has in the past, which is great because a lot of times I feel like right now I'd already be in week 16. <laughs> we're, we're still only in week 12. A lot of that has to do with the fact that the year has very slowly trudged by with all of the pandemic and whatnot. Yeah, I feel like um, I am getting to like take in more football, like cherish it a bit more. Me too, which is great. Yeah, because like even like I said, even if you you know have to work that day, like there's not much to do a lot of time so i just take it in football looking at football stuff like and i'll be like hey what are you doing i'm like i'm just looking at football stuff (laughs) yeah that's all i can say (laughs) like it's accurate so but yeah i don't know who i'm picking for this next game still (laughs) i'm kind of just waiting on inactives i'm gonna make some pie during halftime you know beautiful but on inactives man 
See what I do with the pecan pie? I do like half normal sugar, half brown sugar. Cause like it gets, uh-huh. cause you need some of the real sugar to, to get the right consistency. But like the half brown sugar helps a lot with like the sweetness level. It makes it like sweet, but like the more towards like rich than just like overly sugary. So, yeah, man, that uh, that brown sugar is uh, nice and caramelly when it melts down. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Gets the consistency great, and it's a more it's a more appealing color that way too. I think it matches the pecan more. I feel like, but yeah, pecans and brown sugar are just like you know. Yep, it's a perfect pair there. Perfect pairing, like a uh, Kyler to Hopkins, but um. Like, we will like be Bill back. Bill O'Brien and unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> Bill O'Brien and shitty picks. <laughs> or um, let's see, Patricia and his pencil. Patricia and his Patricia, pencil. Patricia. Well, I guess it's like a, it's a pairing. It's a good pairing of two bad things, or just like a forced pairing of two bad things. What would that be? I'm trying to think like a food thing. Like, huh? Hmm. There's not a lot of food I don't like. The problem. Yeah, that's like putting peanut butter in like store-bought ramen or something and it ends up being really good yeah. see i was i was thinking like taking something i don't like like i'm not i don't like pickles and frying it and saying here try it now that's like patricia but you put the pencil in his ear and say like here he's a coach now like here he's a coach now see he has a pencil see? he's writing things down on his laminated sheets with pencil <laughs> but um thank you all for tuning in um i'm thankful we can do this we can do this podcast I love me too it. man Thankful to have this podcast with you. That's yep. what I'm thankful for today on this wonderful pandemic edition of Thanksgiving. Yeah, which Thanksgiving, you know, maybe the roots of it aren't always great, but I think the premise of being thankful is pretty great. So, especially yeah, especially this year when so much is shitty, I think it's good to take a moment and like try to be positive for a day. Right. If only for a day, hopefully longer, but you know. I saw somebody say something that said, I thought 2020 was going to be my year until I realized 2020 was the year I realized all the things I had. Oh. Which I thought was a nice sentiment. That's that's touching. Oh. But uh, until next time, we will be back soon with the uh, week 12 preview. And in the meantime, uh, stay safe and enjoy some football.